0: What is up, team? I hope you're well. Welcome back to my podcast. It's been a bit of a while since I last done this. Obviously, going through lockdown and things like that, been back in the gym doing one to one clients and been flat out. So, can't complain on that front. But now, looking to get back into the online stuff, providing a bit more content and things like that. And focusing more on the functional fitness side of it, the weightlifting and CrossFit. Um, this is an area and kind of a training method I've been using myself for the last almost two years now. Um, And I've seen some massive results and progress in it. Uh, I much prefer it to the old style of training that I was doing, which was more bodybuilding style, focusing on like bringing up different body parts, you know, focusing on having the classic like chest day, back day and things like that. Uh, I switched up to CrossFit and yeah, I've just found it so much more interesting and fun um, for myself. And I think a lot of people are actually waking up to this now and realizing that the functional way of doing things is just... It's just more interesting. It keeps you more engaged and there's so much more different ways you can progress. Um, and if you're constantly looking at progressing different skills and strength, speed, stamina, and all the other things that you can do in functional fitness, you're always going to, you're going to stay interested. You got to stay engaged in the training that you're doing. And from my point of view anyway, and from experience talking to clients and people who have switched over, you just, you just enjoy it a bit more. Um, So this podcast is just going to look at like how I would program uh, for a CrossFit or functional fitness athlete or anyone that is generally looking to get into this more functional style of fitness. I know a few over lockdown have kind of discovered this way of training and you may be looking at going to the gym now wondering like how you can program your sessions or how you can you know schedule a week's worth of training because you might not know enough about the sport right now, or you might know a bit, and you're just not quite sure how you want to put that on a day-to-day. So yeah, this will just go through like how I would program for athletes. And then obviously, if you're looking at programming for yourself, you can apply this to yourself. So first of all, um, what is CrossFit or what is like the functional fitness methodology? So CrossFit CrossFit is defined uh, as constantly varied functional movements performed at a relatively high intensity, with the goal of developing increased work capacity, across broad time and modal domains. That is a lot of jargon to get on with. The way I describe CrossFit um, is basically developing all different elements and aspects of fitness. The, the main three categories that these fall into, and you have got monostructural, gymnastics, and weightlifting. So monostructural is kind of metabolic conditioning, so basically your cardio. Um, but not the kind of cardio that you see typical bodybuilders doing. This isn't like jumping on a stairmaster for 40 minutes, which whilst it has its place for kind of dropping body fat and up in, uh, up in the calories that you're using over the day, you won't really see that in a functional fitness program ever. I would imagine if you do, maybe it's on like a recovery day or something like that. Uh, gymnastics, uh, like all your bodyweight movements, so muscle ups, push ups, handstands, all that kind of stuff, and weightlifting. Well, this is things like the clean and jerk, the snatch, and everything else that. Kind of comes into it where you're looking to build your strength through um, barbell and dumbbell movements as well. There's all sorts that come into weightlifting, but predominantly you are class weightlifting as, as the Olympic lifts, so things like snatch uh, and the clean and, uh, clean and jerk. These are the two movements that I find the most fun uh, I, on a personal level. Um, I love developing these two. There's so many different ways that you can improve the, these one lifts, and there's so many little things that you can do just to make it just a little bit better every time you go in there. Um, programming for the sport can be challenging because you've got to create a program that will help the athlete improve across all three of those modalities so you can't just have a program that focuses just on gymnastics because they won't bring up their weightlifting, they won't bring up their monostructural work. You have to find a way to balance all of that throughout the week and throughout different mesocycles. cycles. Um, there is plenty of crossover which does help but if an athlete has got a specific weakness then they might need to bring that up slightly more, but you don't want to be focusing solely on that one. And that it means you're losing out in different areas. In general, CrossFit athletes are very well-rounded. If you look at the top level, I'm talking like the top, top level, they're able to perform ridiculous feats of strength whilst they're still able to run a marathon and walk over obstacles on their hands. So like Matt Fraser, for example, he's like, I think the clean he got at the last CrossFit Games was 160 kilos, maybe 150, I'm not entirely sure but he could still do all the running workouts, he can still do all the long endurance, the swims and things like that. These guys just as athletes are just absolutely incredible when you look at what they can do. Um, a lot of the higher level athletes had previous experience in a sport before they began CrossFit. So Matt Fraser was a high level Olympic lifter. Obviously it gives him an advantage when he comes into those Olympic lifts kind of events. Catherine Davis' daughter was a high level gymnast before she started CrossFit. Uh, Tia Claire Toomey was a track and field runner. So they've all had a good head start Within certain modalities, so Matt Fraser had a great head start in his weightlifting, but then he had to bring up the other two to get to the level he, uh, the level that he's at as a top level CrossFit um, athlete. So the first thing I do when I'm programming either for an athlete or if I was programming for myself going back into the gym is look at where my weaknesses lie. Mostly, um, if you're just stepping onto like turning into a CrossFit or doing a functional fitness program. You could probably argue that your weaknesses lie across the board. However, I think a lot of people will have will, will be stronger in one area. So if, for example, you know, you've been running a lot during lockdown and your cardio is at quite a high level, you'll probably find that your weightlifting and your strength needs bringing up to match the level that you're at in your cardio. So have a little think about where you think needs work within those three modalities. I think a lot of people, the gymnastics and the bodyweight side of it, although you'll be able to do things like press-ups, the next level ups of things are like handstand push-ups and muscle ups, that's where a lot of people will need work as well. But just because it's not something that is ever really done outside of uh, functional fitness. Once I've determined a weakness, this kind of provides an initial goal or a target for that first block of training. So it gives them something to train for, gives you something to look at and progress towards. Um, for example, when we're looking, if I'm looking at an athlete and I identify that they've got um, a really, really uh, strong Uh, back squat but then their front squat in comparison to that isn't good enough just in relation to the strength then I know that in this cycle they need to work on their front squat just to bring that up around that though there are other elements in that front squat that might need work it might not just be their leg strength it could be things like building up their posterior chain and their midline to help them feel stronger in that bottom position uh, and build up that front squat strength so there, there are always ways within certain goals that you can like help bring them up and this is how I kind of plan um, a larger cycle. And that leads me then from that larger cycle into a week by week basis of their microcycle. So I'm gonna mention things like um, meso and microcycles. cycles. Um, so it's just a quick like look at what these are. Um, these two kind of cycles are important to me when I'm developing a program. So my meso cycle uh, is a longer block of training that I use to develop an athlete over the course of, say, six to eight weeks. Um, and within that block, I'll be looking at developing two or three key areas that they need to work on or myself that I need to work on over, that, over the course of that uh, six to eight weeks. An example of that would be, I'm going to go off my own, uh, over the most recent goals, uh, improving my front squat strength developing my muscle up endurance and increasing my overall anaerobic capacity so I can go for uh, long distance running uh, at a better pace, basically. Um, these goals can easily be spread out when we look at developing a micro cycle, which I'll get onto in a second, but more importantly, the mesocycle is big enough to see real progress and results from the start and end of that. So you, you can test at the beginning and then over that six to eight weeks, you'll see progress over the course of that block most athletes will tend to have larger long-term goals so for example myself i want to be able to compete at a higher level i'm probably about a year and a bit off that but that means that breaking that year down into different meso uh, i can plan over the course of the year and plan different blocks uh, as we go um, i'll use an example of someone whose long-term goal they want to add 10 kilos to their snatch over the next year It might not sound like a lot, but in the snatch, 10 kilos, when you get to a certain point, is quite a big jump. Um, Each mesocycle within that will allow us to target certain areas within that lift. So for example, I could use a six week block to look at their initial pull and their strength off the floor. Then I could use another block to look at their speed under the bar or the strength under the bar, perhaps an overhead squat, and different things like that. So I can use the mesocycle over the course of the year to really bring up different areas that need work. And then all of these cycles help build towards an athlete's long-term goal. Um, so then microcycles within that microcycles for me uh, is a week by week basis. So like how I plan a week, how I plan a week for even myself or athletes and things like that. This is where we provide like the weekly building blocks to aid the overall mesocycle goal. So the weekly blocks that help build the bigger cycle, um, the six to eight weeks. So we've almost got six six to eight microcycles within that meser cycle. So when we're looking at building a microcycle, so week by week, if you're repeating workouts or hammering the same movement patterns for too long, you can create a couple of major issues. One, the athlete will adapt to training, stimulus, and programs may lose their effectiveness. Two, the athlete may become bored of programming and lose discipline and interest quite quickly. If you keep programming the same workouts for yourself or your athletes and you don't really enjoy them, it's going to be difficult for you to maintain that long-term. Although you know that you need to work on these things, if you're not enjoying the weekly or daily workouts that you're doing, you're not going to stick to it long-term. You're going to get bored of it, or you're just just not going to enjoy your training as much. And then that that long-term adherence just goes out the window from there. So within each week, um, I develop a rough template for what the week's going to look like. So what elements are going to be done on certain days. And then that gives me the blueprint for that week, and then within that week, then I can break down daily workouts within that. So, for example, what I'm working with at the moment, uh, I'm looking at de- developing my squats uh, on a Monday. So my squats will be the key kind of exercise, the key movement that I perform on a Monday with some accessory works around that. Then I'm looking at doing push on a Tuesday, so developing my overhead strength and my gymnastics and stuff. So my handstand push-ups around that. Um, On a Wednesday then, Olympic lifting, so developing my snatch or my clean and jerk, looking at doing things like complexes and then working on accessories around that. Then later on in the week, more lower body development because I know that my legs are gonna be recovered from the Monday session. And then on a Saturday, at the moment, the way I'm working it is I leave Saturday open and kind of pick out what I haven't managed to do within the week and kind of build a workout around that. But again, that if I know something's coming up and I need to work on specific things, then Saturday's free for me to hammer that one uh, and really work on that well. Um, within that template then, I know which days are prioritizing what, and I know that I'm not gonna be like hitting, too, hitting something too many times in a week that's either gonna leave me fatigued or bored um, within that cycle. So that is my kind of, rough guide uh, on how I would be programming workouts. If you're brand new to CrossFit and Functional Fitness uh, and you're getting back into the gym after lockdown and you wanna know roughly what your week could look like, what I would suggest doing for now is making sure we've got a good focus on front squats um, because they help massively in Olympic lifts um, and then working on gymnastics, so working on strict pull-up movements, strict pushing movements, so your press-ups, Uh, And then if you're brand, brand new, looking at movement patterns. So there are movements like the overhead squat, where you may never have ever done one before, but they are really, really crucial to help and build your snap strength and confidence under the bar. But if you've never ever done it before, start slow, start very, very light, and look at getting used to that movement, getting used to moving under the bar, getting used to seeing where kind of your feet, your knees, shoulders need to be. working from there what a lot of you will find is that mobility is going to be a key issue with things that are going overhead that means then you can go home you can work on your mobility outside of the gym and when you come back in and you feel more comfortable under the bar in that position that you've been practicing a really lightweight then you start building it up one of the keys for me is making sure that you understand the movement and where you need to be moving you start building speed and then you start building loads. You don't wanna be going too heavy too fast because that's when things get dangerous. So make sure with all the Olympic lifts and all these new movements that you're gonna be incorporating into your functional fitness program, that you can understand how you need to move, your body understands where it needs to be in certain positions, and basically that you just feel comfortable performing the movement at a lighter weight before you come across uh, and start adding load. I know it's impressive to start adding heavy cleans in and things like that. But if you're not moving well at a lighter load, you can bring on bad habits that they follow you um, if you don't eradicate them early doors. So my suggestion is always, always nail your movements, nail your speed and nail your confidence in these kind of new lifts that you're performing before you start adding weight. Then it's time to start looking at accessories and things like that. But I would say if you're brand new, that will come in two or three months time, just for now. Focus on your movement patterns, focus on certain lifts that you want to get better at, um, and kind of remember that you can't do all of them within a week. So I'd, I'd say pick two or three movements that you want to get better at. For new lifters, brand new lifters, uh, I think your three movements you want to look at uh, is a squat clean uh, or power clean, just to get used to that movement. Then I'd look at developing your front squat strength. So getting stronger in your front squat. And then um, your strict gymnastic movements. So I'd say strict pull-ups and perhaps if you feel confident in it, um, handstand push-ups or handstand holds would be the way to go. Those can be your three core movements that you do without a week. And then around that, obviously building up your anaerobic pathways with Metcons, longer workouts, anything like that to kind of build up your cardio, build up your stamina and stuff around it. If uh, you need any help with your programming or you've got any questions, I'm more than happy to answer. Just drop me a DM on Instagram, uh, jsterry__fitness. Uh, and also keep an eye out because I'm going to be breaking down my programming methodology into a short uh, series of short videos, just going over like the meso-micro uh, cycles and like how I program on a day-to-day. Um, so that might help you if you're interested in learning more about programming for yourself uh, or a functional fitness athlete. Um, That is it for today. I hope that kind of made sense uh, and you understand where I'm coming from in terms of programming. Again, if you have any questions about the podcast or anything else, just drop me a DM on Instagram. Uh, And yeah, thank you for tuning in. I will catch you in the next podcast.